Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story, which comes from Highway Early 7757 and says, Am I wrong for uninviting a friend because she doesn't approve of the gift I made for my boyfriend? And this is from the Am I Wrong subreddit. I keep this as short as I can. At the end of the month, it's my boyfriend's male 30 birthday. I, female 27, planned a dinner with some friends to celebrate. I'm a very artistic person and have decided to sculpt him a realistic heart as his birthday present. For some context, my boyfriend spent most of his 20s in hospital. He was extremely sick and had to have open heart surgery. Thankfully, he's doing much better now, but I understand this was a major part of his life and that's why I want to incorporate it into his present. A few days ago, I told this to a mutual friend I will call Claudia. I could tell she wasn't a fan of the idea straight away. After some coaxing, Claudia said that it's insensitive to bring up his heart issues on his birthday. I think it's actually a good thing to do because I'm showing him that no matter what he may face, I love him. The sculpture also has a deeper meaning of me, not just giving him a literal sculpture of a heart, but a metaphor for me giving him my heart. Claudia thinks that because I didn't know my boyfriend while he was going through this, and she did, that she has a better understanding of what my boyfriend will think of the present. Obviously, I disagree. We were going around in circles. Both of us were getting frustrated and she wasn't budging on her stance, so eventually I said, it's probably not a good idea for her to attend the dinner. I don't want her negative opinion on my gift to ruin the mood of the dinner or upset my boyfriend. Claudia was in shock and had some choice words but left after that. My boyfriend brought it up today that Claudia said she isn't allowed to go on his birthday dinner and that when he asked why, she told him to ask me. Obviously, I didn't tell him because that would spoil the surprise of what his present is and so I tried to downplay it. I know this will all come out eventually and that I'll have to face Claudia again at some point probably in front of our friends. So before that confrontation happens, I want to know, am I wrong? But Crystal Clear Waters says, so you want him to open a gift and pull out a sculpted heart at dinner time to remind him of his struggles and make you a part of it in front of people. Have you thought about it at all? How this would play out with other people present? So your mutual friend says not a great idea and you disinvite her. You sound like a nightmare. This relationship won't last. Ramen Noodle says you are wrong for uninviting her. That to coax her into saying how she felt. Based on that, it seems like she could have kept their comments and feelings to herself for the party. By uninviting her, you have now added negativity to the party anyway since your boyfriend is left wondering what happened. Mutual Butt Squeezing says, <laughs> what a name. I actually don't think this is as cut and clear as everyone else does. My first impression was that this is a questionable gift. So I see where she is coming from. But that isn't the main point here. She's a mutual friend, meaning she is your boyfriend's friend too. How does your boyfriend feel about her being uninvited? You conveniently left that out. His opinion matters more than yours here. 
It's his birthday. You don't even know that she would have ruined anything. You had to press her to get her to admit how she felt and then punished her for it. Then you unilaterally decided to uninvite her and made up some BS when he asked why. It sounds like you were jealous that one of his female friends has been in his life longer than you. You didn't handle this well at all. Chris Willow replies that and says, The more I think about it, the more this angers me. Opie initiated, escalated, and nucleared the whole situation by telling Claudia about the gift, pressed her for an opinion, then disinvited her for it. Claudia has known the boyfriend for ages, including this ailment. Yet OP, girlfriend of less than a year, decides to exclude her without asking boyfriend. OP, are you even the host of the party? Why are you controlling it? Also, the gift itself truly is questionable. It's either going to be a really touching or absolute shit. Either way, a gift for an intimate moment, not to be given in front of a crowd. Also, what an odd way to insert yourself into a time in your boyfriend's life that, one, you were not a part of, and two, was not a pleasant period for him. Throughout all this, you sound very egocentric, to be honest. Do reconsider what you have done and are about to do. And one more comment from Mysterious Spell who says, I think you were unreasonable. The gift idea is really iffy. I know that it is meant with love, but your boyfriend is going to have a strong reaction to it that could be unhappy and traumatized. It's possible he will love it, but it's also possible he will find it extremely upsetting. The fact is, you weren't there when he was undergoing this life-threatening event, so you don't know what it was like, and she does. She was frank with you because she sincerely cares about her friend. You absolutely should not be giving this present in public, where he'll be forced to react in a positive manner, if that's not how he feels. Yes, I understand you want to express yourself, but I don't know if you are really thinking about him. So OP does come in with an update and says, Okay, I've apologized to Claudia over the phone and re-invited her to the dinner. I think I let my own insecurities overshadow the disagreement and that's why I opted to uninvite her. A bad decision on my behalf, I know. She accepted the invite and apology. Claudia asked again about the present and I told her it's not something for her to worry about, which I think is a fair statement to make. As many of you suggested, I also went into more detail and told my boyfriend that Claudia and I argued over his birthday present. I didn't tell him what it is exactly, but told him Claudia didn't think it was a good present. I disagreed and and about the argument that followed. He was very understanding, but wants to know more. Obviously, I can't tell him too much because that would ruin the surprise of what the present is. Also, a few of you thought I was going to give him the heart sculpture during dinner, which I was never going to do. I'm planning on giving it to him beforehand, but I know it will be brought up during the dinner. I feared that it being a topic of conversation would give Claudia the opportunity to voice her opinion on it. Afterwards, I asked my boyfriend what he thought of a present which revolved around his health. He's very good-humored and asked if I was searching the black market for a new heart for him. Lol. He is apprehensive about it, but I think that's because he's scared I'm going to sign him up to some fitness regime or book him a scan for his birthday. I'm still going ahead with my sculpture, but I think it will be a nice surprise, as well as my original reasoning. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. And we're staying in the Am I Wrong subreddit with another updated story from Dammit Dinkles who says, Am I wrong to be upset my in-laws are planning a separate birthday party for my sons? Yes, I'm a member of Just No Mother-in-Law, but wanted a more objective opinion on the echo chamber that can be over there. My husband and I bought my mum's house and are currently doing major renovations to it. We're redoing the plumbing and the bathrooms, for example. 
As a result, we can't really host any gatherings there until the plumbing and the flooring is done. I knew it would most likely not be done in time for our twins' first birthday, which is next weekend. My sister-in-law, SIL2, also is high needs on the ASD scale. My in-laws don't go many places because taking her with them for any length of time can be a process. There is also sister-in-law one, who has three nieces. I wanted to specify that for brevity. I asked my in-laws if both of those things in mind, we could host the boys' first birthday party at their house and plan to do a pool party. They have a decent sized pool and we live in South Florida. Mother-in-law asked how many people I would want to invite and I said, the bare bones, but with both of our families and the closest friends, that still comes out to 40 to 50 people. They agreed and that was it. I've set very firm boundaries in the past and also I've cut my own father out because of some fucked up shit he did and he's not allowed to be in my son's life, so they know not to push shit with me. But if they weren't comfortable with it, I told them I would understand and would look into doing it at a park or something. Mother-in-law said it was fine. Months later, after I have already made a Facebook event and ordered invitations, father-in-law begins freaking out to my husband that I've invited too many people. Father-in-law is not on Facebook, but had gotten on my mother-in-law's Facebook and saw the event I made. I had people who could not attend to the Facebook event at their request because they wanted a link to the Amazon wishlist I made for the boys. Father-in-law then tells my husband that he said I couldn't have more than 20 people. Keep in mind, that's just me, my husband, mine and my husband's siblings and nieces, and our parents all come out to 25 people, so I don't know how we thought that was reasonable. My husband got sick of it and said, fine, we won't have it here. Cue a fuck ton of backtracking, but he texts me and asked if I could find a new place. I was standing with my mom and my mom's friend and she graciously offered her house. And they have a new build on an acreage and a large pool as well. I sent a follow-up text to sister-in-law one since I never received an RSVP and found out from sister-in-law and mother-in-law today, less than a week before the birthday party, that none of my husband's family will be attending their first birthday party and instead we're going to throw them a party on the day my mother-in-law helps me by watching the boys so I can work late, meaning I can't be there. I took several hours to cool down and formulate a response. I'm struggling to convey how disappointed I am that none of husband's family will be at our son's first birthday party and instead we're going to throw a separate party at a time when they knew I would not be able to attend. My mother-in-law is trying to downplay this and say they're happy to do it on a Friday instead but I replied and explained that I will be busy after work on Friday and all day Saturday prepping for the birthday party they were supposed to attend. I can hear someone messaging me but I honestly don't want to look but... Am I wrong to be upset about this? Edit because comments are still coming in and I keep answering things in the comments. One, mother-in-law watching the twins on Thursdays. In our area, daycare is about 300 to 400 a week per kid. And part-time is not an option until they're potty trained. I pay a friend $200 to watch them Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And my mum, who works full-time, has off on Sundays and Tuesdays, watches them on Tuesdays. Two, They're not doing this for social media clout or to impress family. This side of the family is smaller and only mother-in-law and sister-in-law are on Facebook and they hardly use it. The only people attending their small party are mother-in-law, father-in-law, sister-in-law two, sister-in-law one, plus her husband and three daughters. Three, I mostly posted because I needed to vent and wanted validation about my anger and annoyance because my mum and husband were very calm about this and both just relieved to not have to deal with father-in-law at the party on Sunday. Because he's a bit of an 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Arsehole. So someone says to OP, I'd be furious. They try to ruin your party and when they didn't succeed, want to have one without you, the mum. Please find someone else or anyone else to watch your children. Call out sick that day. Do not reward this behavior. What does your husband say about this? And OP replies and says what they said in the edit, but also says husband is kind of happy they aren't going to the main party because that means he won't have to deal with them and said I should ignore their party because it means we can enjoy the actual party with the boys without them being around, which is fair in a way. I explained I'm mostly just angry about how hypocritical they are. If I did this to them, they would rain hell down about how disrespectful I am. Someone suggests barring them from both parties and OP says I can't bar them from doing their own thing given they watch them for me on Thursdays, which is when they plan to do their party. I'll have to take off work to keep them home with me and, and then be out another day of work each week. Someone replies that and says, but if you take the day off and keep the kids the Thursday before your party, at least your party will be first. If they want to do something the next Thursday, you can't stop them, but everyone will already see your birthday posts and pics. It's petty, but there's no way I'd let them overstep this way without some consequence. I hear there's a bug going around that hits hard on Thursdays. Guess you'll need to stay home and rest. Slash sarcasm. Someone says to OP that your husband should be ripping them a new arsehole, and OP says agreed, but one, he didn't because his words, if he did, that every time they acted like arseholes, he'd never stop being angry. And two, he pointed out the party would be more enjoyable without them there. And we could ignore their second party and it ends up being a win-win. Then someone says, you know, you should just go low contact. And Opie says he discussed no contact a couple of times, but otherwise pretty low contact. I was no contact for a year because of bullshit described somewhere in my post history. And they're more careful with me. I think if we can get to a spot where they aren't watching them, it'd be better. But it's not feasible right now. I'm working on it and trying to find a better job because I'm very underpaid right now for what I do. Spirited Pooper says, My own mother is like this and we've had to severely limit contact for her to start understanding. I also have to be very clear with her that these are all my boundaries as she constantly tries to blame my wife. Opie says, I don't get what the end game is here with these kind of parents and grandparents. They wonder why we spend more time with other people and then make it harder to be around them. Newsflash, I'm not going to pick you over people I enjoy more. And I'm kind of on the side of the petty comments in what might be considered like the petty comments in this one about keeping, you know, your son home on that Thursday and having your party first. Because it kind of feels like that's what they're trying to do, you know, absolutely destroy your plans. And then they're going to have this party first. And 
I don't know, will they rub it in your face? Possibly, who knows? I think in the grand scheme of things, and I know you've already expressed the troubles like with the costs and stuff like that, is that you need to go further low contact or even no contact more and try to find some kind of alternative childcare, which I know is easier said than done. You've already mentioned the prices, etc., And it just sounds like a really difficult situation. The OP does update the post and they said, I wanted to include some info that I got a lot of questions on. One, I have twin sons. They are turning one. So biggish party because biggish family. Two, I have 25 first cousins. I invited five of them and their spouses and kids and only two confirmed and we're still at 40 plus people. If you don't get this, it's okay. But anyone with a large family understands get togethers aren't small. Three, my mum works full time and has offered on Sundays and Tuesdays so she can only watch them on Tuesdays for me. My friend has been watching them on Monday, Wednesday, Friday and my mother-in-law has been watching them on Thursdays. My friend offered to take over on Thursdays if necessary so I have that in my back pocket now. Four, taking off one day of work wouldn't normally be an issue but my husband was out of work for two weeks. He's union and was in between jobs and in that time ended up at the hospital for a week but I physically could not afford to take off. My friend has already told me to pay her later when I have money. I have to pull from savings to make ends meet. Five, my husband and I have both done individual therapy and couples counseling and have come a long way, especially him. It was done before we got married because we want to be a united front with all issues, not just his parents. He's usually good about handling them on his own, setting boundaries and enforcing them. There's a reason I haven't posted on any of the Just No subreddits in literal years. Six, I can't remember if I posted this in the original post or comment, but I text mother-in-law and asked her about doing their party and dinner next Friday, after their actual party, and I didn't hear back from her. This is relevant. Now for the actual update. As I mentioned above, I spoke with my friend when I dropped the boys off on Wednesday with her, and she said, fuck that, I'll watch them on Thursdays. Previously, she was watching her nephew for her sister-in-law on those days, but she's been inconsistent and really only bringing them to her on Tuesdays. I thanked her and agreed if it was not resolved I would take her up on it but thankfully everything was resolved. Husband and I discussed what to do and he agreed he'd call his mum and open it with something to the effect of hey OP sent you a message asking about the next Friday for the boys but she didn't hear back from you. Is that okay? Or Saturday? And then if she was okay with moving it all would be good. If she got pissy or insistent about it would leave the boys with my friend going forward and have a discussion with them about boundaries again. The call went well. Mother and the apologized and explained them going out of town to their vacation home had moved up because the cabinets and countertops they had back orders finally gave them a delivery date and they'd need to leave early in the morning either the day of or immediately after the party. I dropped the boys off and mother and the apologized to me in person and explained the above to me and that she wasn't thinking but that sister-in-law was also being a bit of an ass about birthday stuff because she tends to be pretty self-centered but she's also a major germaphobe like she needs therapy and won't get it bad. I literally had a conversation with one of our nieces about audiobooks and suggested she go to the library to get some and she said they're not allowed at the library because there's too many germs there. Trying to solve all the problems at once, mother-in-law was just like, well we'll do a small dinner before we leave and bam, done. Not thinking about mine or my husband's availability. So it all worked out thankfully. We're going to do a small dinner with mother-in-law and father-in-law when they come back down in a couple of weeks and enjoy the party on Sunday with everyone else. Husband said there was no sister-in-law or a sign of any party when he picked up the boys. Wow, my head can't quite get around the the 50 people parties. I know a lot of people, especially in the comments, have told me how big your families are in the past. I've been to like 
a family party that was about 25, 30 people before. And I've got to be honest, I find it a little bit overwhelming most of the time. <laughs> Usually try to find my quiet corner with the quiet folks and just have a little chat there. <laughs> but what do you guys make of this situation? What's the biggest party you've ever been to in terms of like family gatherings, etc.? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart, as always, for getting involved in the stories, your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much for being involved. Truly, it's absolutely incredible. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go. See the sun shining from the windows. Okay. I know that today will be a good day. Okay. I know that today will be a good day. A, B, C. One, two, three. Drink some water. Brush my teeth. Get out of bed and I stretch. Better my hair. 